1: Hello, welcome back to Auschwitz. Great to have you company as we kick off the afternoon live from our Barangaroo studios. You are watching The Call. Yep, 10 stocks picked by you. I put them to two experts. We do it all in one hour. It's fast, it's furious, it's informative, and leaves you in no doubt what our expert panel are thinking. So let's introduce the Mark Gardner. From uh, Macro is with us, Mark. How that's are you? Good to you. see you, Rudy Philip Van Dyke is with us from FN Arena. Rudy, how are you? Um, it depends.
2: It depends. <laughs> Rudy, come on. What do you mean? It depends. I'm here. So I'm very, very happy. I'm like, I'm like big what? in the market now. Uh, what? Are you happy to be in the market? moment? Oh yeah. Oh, that's another. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> As I said, it depends. But. Right. It depends. I mean, you shouldn't you shouldn't judge your uh, your portfolio on a daily basis. Yep. But I'm happy I have uh, a big chunk not in the market this year. No. Okay. So how much don't you have in the market? Thirty percent.
1: Thirty percent in cash at mm. the moment, and staying thirty percent in cash.
2: It has been thirty percent for quite a while. Yes. Okay.
1: So do you short the market with any ETS? Uh, no. BBUS Bb no. US or. P- anything. Per-
2: personally, I, I I think that uh, we should leave shorters to the the institutions and, and others I, I think as retail investors we shouldn't go there okay uh, also because um, bear markets have this annoying element of having very fierce and sudden rallies and if you're then short you're just losing money right on top of the fact that you're losing money alongside as well beforehand
1: okay so but you're, I, on, but you're making money in
2: the rally well, yeah hopefully yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> Markanda, are you as bearish as rudy
0: no look we're, we're similar uh amount of cash basically we did have a short Nasdaq uh, position on leading up uh, which we took off probably about a week ago um, right. touch early but uh, but we were you know we were 25 30% cash overall so we were pretty comfortable taking you know with the SNAS. Okay. it was about a 20% um, 20% win for us and um, and just look starting to uh, with the gap higher in the vix last night um, and look, 50 basis point Movement in the in the two year yield um, over the last week, which is a fairly extreme move uh, to say the least. Um, just starting to probably we probably started allocating a little bit today in some defensive names. Oh, you so starting to get back in? Starting to get back in, yeah. So, basically, the last time we had a five day decline and the uh, the VIX gap higher above thirty was around the middle of June, where we were at the lows last time. Um, so, basically, I want to see it stabilise over the next five five to seven trading days mm. and and if that's the case well then we'll, we may start to add, add, um, add a more bit positions. more yeah okay but, but still very defensive like healthcare um you know some consumer staples and things like that nothing nothing of any sort of um, you know high beta so right okay
1: yeah. all right let's take a look at the five stocks uh, you want us to look at in the first 30 minutes uh aristocrat leisure csl uh next dc pro medicus Um, And also seek Um, stock of the day, a bit like we did yesterday. I thought we'd look at a bit of a sector uh, that's been um, shooting the lights out. Um, Has it reached the peak? Has it, uh, is it time to get out of it? Uh, Coal stocks, New Hope, Whitehaven, coal prices have soared since uh, Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Thermal coal prices just south of 400 US dollars a tonne. Despite this, coal stocks were hit yesterday along with the broader market. Uh, they've rallied a bit today. Whitehaven down 14% yesterday, up five today. Uh, likewise, uh, New Hope, very similar. So, you know, um, if you've been in coal stocks and rid them
0: up, is this a sign to take your profits and get out? Uh, we had some Whitehaven and uh, Terracom, uh, which is a smaller um, yep. coal stock. We've sort of switched after the dividends. we've switched. Uh, uh, there was a, obviously a very good uh, report from Solpats. Um, yeah. You know, we can either have the Brickworks or the Sol Pats, but at the moment, just Soul Pats, well, Sol
1: Pats have, have us take New Hope as well. Don't yeah, they? well, they've yeah, got 40%
0: yeah. of that. So basically, that's how a little bit of a softer way to play the thematic, I suppose, mm-hmm. at the moment. Um, look, if we dip much further than here you know, possibly be having a look at it again because their PEs are quite low, but I, I guess it just all depends right. on Mr. Putin in, in the end. Yeah. Um, and if we start to see, but I think you'd be, what I've recommended to some clients is cycling, if you're cycling out your dividends, maybe, putting them into, you know, the the newer sort of uranium ETF. Um, I think that's probably going to be the the long-term stopgap solution for base. Um, But
1: if you've been in the coal stocks, do you keep them?
0: uh, At the moment, I I guess you just run a trailing stop. Macquarie and uh, Goldman's obviously, there was some reports out yesterday, New someone was calling uh, New Hope down 40% or something over the next year. So I think you've got to remain agile. Um, It does feel like the nosebleed section up here at the moment, Um, it's very high. but yeah, while I suppose while these coal prices stay up here and and we've got um, sanctions going on, then you know there's no necessity. We don't, I don't think you okay. need to be uh, exiting so, straight away. Right. Yeah, so so a be, hold, but be a job.
2: Ready. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> we sort of similar, but in in, in a different uh, appetite for risk spectrum. Um, I mean, my 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 theory on a the broader spectrum uh, for, of bear markets is one of a domino theory. So. Right. One domino stone after the other one uh, falls gradually. Um, I mean early in the year, I had a discussion with investors who would assure me that oil couldn't possibly sink below $100 a barrel because huh. of the situation with Russia. Well, look where oil is now. Yeah. Um, I think it's only a matter of time when the coal will fall, will trip over. Yeah. To pick that particular time when it will happen, Right. That's not my 40, my but yep. it will happen. I mean, yep. and why is that? Because it would be the very first time in history that we go, we go through a bear market and a global recession next year and you, you can hide in the commodity. Right? I right. think it has never before, never before happened. Because there's a no new supply coming on. Well, the, the, problem, the problem is that when you get these very tight and the artificially tight markets, very small changes can make a very big impact. Right. You know, okay. And you see that with very small markets elsewhere as well. I mean, um, iron ore uh, can't possibly be, be, be falling. It's now below $100. Who yeah. says it can't go back to $70, 60 $50 yep. uh, in the next few years? You know, right? Small changes can sometimes have a big impact. Um, coming back to the comment about the, the low PEs, I just read, it. I wrote a story yesterday with that. At this point in times, PEs have to be low Coal producers because we have peak prices. Yep. I mean, it's 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 a misinterpretation of low PEs now, because those PEs will be higher in the years ahead, and you buy commodities when PEs are high, not when they are low. So right. I think the risks are elevated here, but I don't know the exact timing. But right. I'm lucky in this regard because I don't invest in cyclicals. Right. So I don't okay. have I don't have to be right. in there. <laughs> I don't have okay. to be in there. So
1: are you very similar to? To mark, if you've been in there, hold but be the, agile together. I would
2: definitely yes. I would okay. not. I would not put too much money in my portfolio in there. All right. I don't okay. think you
0: get. I certainly don't think you're necessarily buying buying through record highs again. Mm. Um so it'd be more yeah, you've gotta remain agile because it could it could turn on you very, very fast. Okay. I right. think
2: what the, what happened yesterday is is a little bit of a warm up act for what you can mm. what you can expect when things really turn around. I right. Mean, before you know what you are. I mean, whatever you made can, can go lost very okay. quickly. Okay.
1: All right, let's get into the stocks that you want us to take a look at. Jeremy wants uh, a view really on Aristocrat Leisure, the big uh, poker machine manufacturer yeah. Yeah. and been into online gaming and yes. in yesterday's bloodbath it actually went up.
2: <laughs> also because it, it uh, I found out it it did make a an acquisition essentially. Yeah. So your your your, I mean my research basically looks into what what makes some companies uh, better than others. Yeah. I mean, and one of the one of the answers I found out over time is they, they invest essentially. Yeah. So, the difference between a mediocre company or a bad company and a, and a very good one, and maybe even potentially a great company, is because a great company continuously and ongoing invests in their business. And they find new growth, they find new products, mm. they find mm. new customers. And this is exactly what Aristocrat Laser has been doing over the past few years. If you pay attention to the sector, I mean, they're growing, they basically have put their, put their attention now on online. Mm. And there is that sector which is, um, it's, it's always funny how they come up with those names. Yeah, real money gaming. Right. I mean, that means <laughs> that you actually can lose money while you're having fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, needless to say, you have to step aside to the fact that they, I mean, there are people who don't like uh, gambling, gaming, and all that, have, have, but yeah. at least- I'm have, over, a day, have an ESG yes, filter and and on thinking that At least they're not making guns and selling it to the Russians. Right. I mean, But uh, irrespectively, um, this, uh, this has been one of the strongest performers in the Australian share market. It's a yeah. large cap. Yeah. And, and that also puts on its head that you always have to go for, for smaller cap stocks to have bigger growth. Um, in line with, I think we're probably similar here in line, I think if you if you buy anything in this market now, because it can potentially go lower and you don't know where the swings come yeah. from, you have to take a two to three year view, I think. Yeah, um, And then preferably, you, you buy companies that will, won't be damaged by next year's hmm. mm. potential global recession. I mean yep. I think this is one of them. Yep. Right. Okay. So I would say on a three year view, yeah, you buy, right. Uh, yeah,
0: gambling's actually, uh, you know, quite a good uh, sector to be in, in a recession. It actually increases overall, which I found yep. pretty surprising um, from a social perspective. Um, these guys are relatively cheap here as well, in terms of, you know, historical PE. Um, they yield okay. They've got reopening, and uh, I mean we have stopped talking about reopening, but you know obviously reopening does help these guys. Um, they, I mean they raised that capital for the acquisition that fell through, and now obviously you know, another smaller one. But they've been sitting on that cash, so um, I I really like Aristocrat. Their management's got a great track record as well. So you know they're the sort of companies if we you know we we had a uh, 40 or 35 or 40 year low in the uh, twos tens the other day and. Which is a you know that's about as reliable as it gets for predicting a recession. Um, you know their market is going to grow because of the the online gaming as well, and I would assume you know being online that, that you know not actually having to build and manufacture physical things will will improve their margin as well. So you know I yeah I'm pretty happy uh, to say this one's a buy at the moment. It's um, towards the lows around about that 30, uh, yeah. it was 33, I think the low was around about 30 dollars fifty recently. Yeah. So. Um, it's a yeah. It, I think it's not um, it's not something that's going to be affected by recession, and and it seems to be you know falling away with the rest of the market as it stands at the moment. They they have had a couple of uh, poor announcements. I think they're down about thirty percent this year. Mm. Um, so yeah, they, there's something like this sort of starts to look pretty attractive for okay. us. Okay. Yeah. All right,
1: uh, Jeremy. Thank you for that. Um, so uh, a tick from both Rudy and also Mark Rudy on a on a three year basis. Um, uh, Mark, you are talking about nibbling away at some healthcare stocks and defensive mm. stocks today. Drew wants a view on CSL, a uh, big global blood plasma
0: and vaccine manufacturer. Yeah, it's a staple for our portfolios. Um, you can't argue with the return on equity. You know, obviously we'd like it to yield more, but it, um, so we sort of have to go a little hunting elsewhere a little bit to, uh, to find yield within the healthcare sector. But uh, I think that big acquisition, obviously, V4 will come through. Probably start to come through in the next accounts. Um, yeah. CSL Management's got a good track record of uh, of integrating. Uh, even though this is quite a huge acquisition, um, they do have a good track record of integrating um, acquisitions pretty quickly. So. Um, and obviously we're going to see the improvement in the blood plasma business as well. So, um, you know, I, we've been range bound for quite a while now, uh, as you can see there, probably since sort of mid 2019, um, I think you can, you, you can buy dips We, I mean, we obviously we want non-cyclical businesses. We're pretty fully allocated in CSL. We bought, uh. We bought, and well, probably overweight around about June um, when the market was looking terrible. So, and you you actually see quite often when the market gets really hit, like like yesterday for instance, CSL's your only little green stock sitting on the screen. <laughs> so, if you want, I mean, apart from the fact it's a great business, if you want something to yep. to comfort you on those days where it looks horrible, CSL's probably not a bad not a bad bet. So yeah, it's but yep. we. We will drift from overweight to underweight, but we, I don't, you know, in the the last couple of years we haven't not had it on. So um, yeah, I'd be saying it's a buy. yeah. Right. Okay, we're going to be best friends we're going to be best friends here.
1: The I only two green in mine is over yes. CSL and Aristocrat. Yes, yeah. but there you, you go. Yeah.
2: Well, I didn't buy anything uh, this year, anything new, because we was already one of my largest allocations anyway. Right. And okay. it, it, at the moment, it may well be the largest because it shifts, of course, because a lot of other stocks fall. Yeah. yeah and then yeah. it becomes by default, your largest allocation. I mean, it's right. It hasn't moved since since 2020, 2019, or whatever. But there's always a context for things, and uh, I mean, it has a, it has a, it had a tremendous uh, uh, multiple expansion in 2019. In 2020, of course, at first it was the go-to haven. Yep. And then it got hit by, by COVID essentially. I mean, and it, it I mean it became a victim of mm. uh, centers being closed and people couldn't actually couldn't actually move there. That blood. Um, I mean, t- it's obviously it has it has the vaccines, which sort of. Offset, but I mean, on current on current forecasts, it's it's going to um, increase its profits by double digits mm. for at least two three years from here. Um, right? Why wouldn't you have it in your portfolio? I mean, yeah. if a recession is coming, these guys should actually benefit because. Sounds a bit uh, non-ESG, but in the U.S. where, where they don't have a social uh, security network like we have in Australia, mm. if things get really tough, people actually, people actually stay alive, pay, pay their bread and butter by giving mm. plasma. Because right? hey,
1: if, if you don't know in the U.S. you get paid for your blood donations, yes. unlike he, here in Australia where we, you know, as a community, it's in our DNA to actually donate for nothing when you go to the blood bank in the U.S. I actually buy it and that's one of the biggest
2: producers for CSL in terms of blood plasma yes it, well it is the, the, the irony is that um, the rest of the world has so far predominantly a little bit uh, difficulties with people being paid yeah but then the, the, in practice most of the plasma that is around the world in use available comes from the US yeah, yeah? so that's the irony of it yeah. it's, it's a bit hypocritical yeah anyway we get paid uh, two pints of stout in Belgium <laughs>
1: Is that right? And,
2: and you get drunk. You get
1: two beers.
2: And you get really drunk after that. Yes. What a genius idea. <laughs> exactly. How come how come the blood bank here
1: have no haven't idea. gone for that? I, don't I, don't b- I donated we, the we, other day we for the first time two because I was, yeah. I was a mad cow person uh, and I yeah. ah, yes, made able to donate yes. and I got a sausage roll and milkshake.
2: Oh well, there you go. A
1: couple so of beers would be good. So we well, go home yeah. because
2: you've just just given blood and then two two have you find you go home. <laughs> 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 I'd be asleep.
1: All right, so CSL in yeah, the portfolio yeah, it's at these a, levels, it's, it's, a, okay. it's,
2: a, it's a half, half in, in the portfolio forever. Yep.
1: Okay. Mm. All right. Uh, next one is uh, Next DC. The uh, Jock wants a view on that. Uh, the big data center group, which again, in the bloodbath yesterday, it was agreed. Yes. I don't have it in my portfolio, but he and um, uh, Next DC, and Megaport. Uh, mm. Both went up, yes say, against the trend yeah. which and, is And, and I,
2: would, I would wager that is because they had fallen already so, so far. Right. Sometimes yep. you see the ones that fall first, yep. then make a comeback when the other ones are falling. Right. I mean, I'm a shareholder of NextTC. I, I, I was very early with NextTC, so I've, I've, I've made a lot of profits out of it. Uh, it's now a relatively small uh, percentage of the portfolio for the simple reason that early in the year, um, I wasn't quite comfortable how far it would fall. Right. And it has fallen a lot. Right. It's, it's uh, a lot. Um, I don't think, th- the thing is, most investors have difficulties in actually knowing what this company is about and how it operates. Uh, mm. Like, and, and for to a certain extent, the ASX is responsible for that. The ASX has an old technology index in Australia. This one is in there. It shouldn't actually be in there because this is essentially no. an infrastructure stock. Mm. Okay. So,
1: solid- so what you're saying, because it's in the tech yes. index, People treat it like a, a lot of fund managers mm. go,
2: well, I'm getting out of tech because and, it's got to be massacred. And not, and not, and just, and not just fund managers, traders, retail yeah. investors, because everyone okay. sees this as a technology stock that is not profitable. Right, um, And that's obviously the wrong way of looking at it because nobody complains when, when Transurban is not profitable. Transurban yeah. is eternally not profitable. I mean, yeah. That's how infrastructure works. Right. You first take on the debt or you raise the money you build the infrastructure, and then the customers come. All right? yeah, yeah. There's a delay in in the customers. But they don't have the infrastructure accounting, do they? Where uh, you can y-
1: pay profits out of uh, out of the cash of debt, form. and all that sort of stuff.
2: <laughs> it, they will ultimately become a dividend-paying stock like right. Transurban, but okay. that is much further into their into their uh, maturation process. Of, right. of the, I mean, at the moment, I still I mean. Typically, for the share market, it makes it makes big dramas out of very small things. Yeah. I mean. Growth for this year is a bit um, tame, let's call it that way. Customers are a little bit hesitant. Plus, there's some uh, supply problems with with hardware, which they can't uh, access yeah. c- or, or connect customers quickly enough. But there's there's still a mega trend going. We're still we're still generating yeah. so much data, and uh, and we need to store that somewhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, and and as long as there's not an overcapacity in data centers. Uh, these guys should have, and and they're well managed of course, they should have, um, I mean, great future ahead of them. There is no, there is no- So you're at a
1: three year low here. I know. (laughs) So I would, um, if if
2: I didn't own it, I I would buy it. Right. Um, It can go lower because markets do what markets do. But I find it very difficult to, to see that this share price won't be significantly higher once we get past this bear market, and we take it two to three year you. Okay, all right. Bye.
0: Yeah, I, I've had this one on the call before. It's you know, I think I described it last time as a um, you know a tech stock, ree uh, dressed up as a tech stock. Um oh, well, it's So you you have have a similar view, don't Yeah, Rudy absolutely. On this? And and I think um, and look, and, and it has many of the you know uh, statistical characteristics of a tech stock in terms of you know very high PE and no dividend, etc., not making money, but um, but if you, look at, uh, if you look at revenue over a five year period, it's increased every year. Um, and its net income now is actually in positive territory as well. Um, I think um, this would be the sort of thing that you would want a dollar average into. I don't think picking bottoms in a stock that, you know, can be as volatile as this is probably the right. way. Yeah, right. at nine, nine bucks. At nine bucks, yeah. Oh, look, you, you start to, you know, you start to dip dip your toe in the water potentially but um, but it's uh, what I worry about as well with the global recession coming um, potentially uh, well more than likely is um, next is a premium service I mean whether they, whether companies who are doing it tough go back mm. to you know a slightly less premium service, uh, they have had supply chain issues so there could be sentiment improvement because a lot of that uh, is now dissipating but um, I probably want to see maybe next, next run of accounts potentially but um, but yeah, I, I like the business. Uh, the numbers on a long-term um, right. a long-term trend are going in the right direction, but, but it's, not probably, like it's just not it's just not it's not at the top of my shopping list right now. Okay. No, but, um, if you're in it,
1: would you hold it? Oh yeah, yeah, right. absolutely. Yeah. Right. So it's a hold there. Interesting. The the uh, carbon footprint of data centres uh, globally is bigger than the global airline industry.
2: Yes, yes, but eight. these guys have installed a lot of solar panels. Ah, oh, okay. And they are okay. working on that, so they are working on that, and they are oh, yeah. they would be very much ahead of the curve on that one. Oh,
1: I, I was fascinated yeah. by that, oh, the yeah, because the airline industry they, gets smashed oh, yes. from an ESG percent, uh, uh, po- perception, point of view. Uh, when I say that to... You know, people and say, get off your Instagram, and it'll reduce your
2: carbon footprint. Doesn't go down so well. But the other other thing also is they are heavy energy users, yeah. So when you you do get when you do get problems, but there is some compensation there because most of their contracts they have with their customers, that they can pass it on.
0: Right. Mm -hmm. So they're not they're not fully they're
2: not getting the full brunt of energy costs coming up. And they'd be
0: mad not to have solar on every roof of every house because I mean they've got. They got a lot of they've got a lot yeah. of roof space and yeah. they've got a big energy build, so yeah. I mean if they weren't doing it you'd be worried.
2: Yeah, but it's also when people say, I don't understand what, what makes these guys special. You go like, Well, building one of those centers, yeah you know, oh, that's, that's almost like a billion dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And all the infrastructure comes with it I and mean, the energy uses everything, the technology to I mean it's yeah. massive. You don't do it just in, in, a, in well, a week or something.
0: Yeah, yeah the ASX spent you know, a, a, a huge amount of money on that data center. Um, over in Crowsnest, so it, uh, I've done a tour well, of that. It's, it's it's quite it's quite
1: enormous. So. Yeah, and every anyone puts ASX and technology <laughs> upgrades together, right? Yeah, shut up because they're not actually world-class in that. But anyhow, no. that's a totally different subject. Uh, Trey wants a view, uh, Mark, on Pro
0: Medicus, the big radiology and imaging health group. Yeah, I, I like this stock overall. The, again, numbers improving on a five-year basis. You know, every single year. Um, you know, they're profitable, um, and you know, be, we'll be at a very small dividend. Um, I, you know, it was definitely high. You know, but we're not looking at a lot of tech. Uh, we've been out of tech for the um, since January. So, but this ordinate uh, and sort of hub, hub twenty-four have been my. My three sort of that once I'm fully allocated in those I'll start to consider other tech stocks. Right. Um, oh, yeah. but you know, that's that's more about client management than anything else and because it, it stops all the questions of well it was like for, for zip for instance, it's been here, well, you know, it's fallen seventy percent so surely it's cheap and yep. and then, you know, the preceding fifteen minute argument after that. But um but the, you know these guys are. Uh... Hey, Mark, this is not a therapy session. No, okay. no I know, I know. But in a, in a bear, in a, bear we, mar- in we a bear market, we can hear your pain. In a, in a bear market, I've been I've been more counsellor than broker. Yeah, yeah. Year, I think at certain stages, but, oh, um, but yeah, look, this one, the business model is very. It's, it's super simple. It's small tip, you know, small clip yeah. um, tickets constantly. Um, it gets passed on to the patient. It's easy to use. Um, you know, I, I yeah, I like I really do like this long term. Um, I you know, it's and it price action wise, it's I, I've been very um, it's been very difficult to get on this year. You know, because it tends to you know, you look at the broader tech sector and it's getting hammered, and then you look at and Pro medicus not. and it's not really going. No. And I feel like I'm going to get it cheaper all the time, and I then I just haven't been so. Um, we haven't got, you know, we haven't got much of this at the moment, but at some stage, I think probably towards the end of the year, will be buying the bullet and being allocated, but... Um, so
1: the, at this point, no? Uh,
0: you know what, I've been so wrong, I'm going to say yes. Okay. I've, been, I've missed the boat for about $10, uh, since right. about June. So I'm, you know, I'm trying to time this one. <laughs> Hasn't been my strength. So right. I, I reckon you probably should just be in. <laughs> right. So, okay. Yeah. Well, if,
2: uh, pos- if, if possible, I'm, I'm an even bigger fan than you of Pumaticus, but we uh, both lose from, from Claude. Right. Yes. Yeah, no. I was <laughs> going to
1: say, your mate, Claude, has yes. pumped this up. Yes. Uh, Claude Walker from A Rich Life
2: yes. has been one of his favorite stocks. And rightfully so. Yeah. Um, I have been in and out and I, this is one of the ones I sold early in the year because I wasn't quite sure how deep that would fall. Right. But it it, it never leaves my uh, wish list. No. Oh. I mean, mm. if you follow it from I, I think if you want to be if you want to go very to the core of what, what makes this business so great is that its techno- technological advantage over the competition is is miles. Right? So the only it, well, it's not the only thing or it's not that simple, but as long as it can retain that, that technological leadership, this company could be could be could become well one of the success stories on the Australian stock exchange. For right. Decades, right? Mm. But it needs. It obviously the, the, the danger is at some point it, le- it, it becomes complacent or whatever. But at this point in time, it's still a relatively small company. Uh, the visibility of earnings growth is is very high, right? Because every contract they they announce now will be implemented next year. Yeah. So you, you literally see what what's ahead. Right. Uh, that visibility. So they don't
1: be- account for it now. I just say
2: we've got yes, it and, it's and coming you know next it's year. coming exactly. So the analysts know exactly what what they put in the, the big surprise this year. That's why the, the share price has has held up so much. Is they've been they've been excellent in increasing their margin in a time like like when all yeah. everyone is is complaining about cost rising. These guys actually just went like what, well, which just increased the margin, yeah. which was phenomenal, and every analyst just pretty much fell off their chair, including Claude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so my my, my advice. Um, for, for, com- for, for investors who want to. Don't look at PEs and stuff like that because these guys, if they ever trade on a low PE, there's trouble ahead. Yep. Yeah? These, yep. these guys should trade on a high PE, which they do. There's just a like, at what point do you buy? I mean, I'm still watching them on a regular basis. Whenever they conk out, I'll be buying. And I'm sure that uh, Mark will, oh. and well, he's, been, will. he's been waiting. for it. Sometimes, sometimes you have to be patient. Right. Um, so but not the, for you at the moment. At the moment, I would hold them. Right. But I'm just out of because I also think that the bear market's is not over yet. I mean, so you okay. will, you, I mean you will get your chances. Yeah. Okay. There, will, there will be a week when they're out of favor, or WiseTech Global as well, or Alderney. Well, all is coming down, and that's when you when you have to grab those companies because you can't go like. I only buy it when it's five dollars, but it's the silly things that people say. Yeah. Right? You buy a yeah. CSL at $2 20 well, it means you never buy them, yeah. I right? okay. never get there, yeah? All right, and it's the same for uh, for poor medicors.
1: All right, uh, next up, we got to uh, uh, pick up the pace a little bit. Simon wants to view yeah. on Seek, the big employment platform uh, group. you the three big platform plays,
2: um, REA, uh, Seek, and
1: got car it. sales.
2: Very underrated by Australian investors, I find. This is uh, the one of the uh, quality business on the share market. Pesky, same story as, um, as Aristocrat.
1: Oh, look that's a horrible job. Yes, but
2: that's a D rating on the basis of higher bond yields. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, high P.E. stock with question marks what their business will do in a recession, yeah. and that's what you get. So it's below $20. It's an absolutely screaming buy, as far as I'm concerned. Um, the story behind Seek is none of those companies you just mentioned has had so much competition coming towards them as Seek. Mm. Yep. And they've, they've responded by investing heavily in the business yep. and keeping, keeping their market leadership, basically, and okay. Dabeski, and, and, and uh, they, they have a whole investment portfolio also hanging underneath there somewhere. Oh yeah. And one of my other favorite companies, which is IDP Education, is actually coming out of this stable. Right. Um, they just spun it off at some point. So excellent business. Um, it's a great business, in particularly after the big D rating. But again, you will have to take a three year view or so because yep. we, we might have rising unemployment in Australia and it won't do uh, much good for the share So screaming buy for you? Is on, a, on a three year view. Yeah, is IDP the same? Oh yeah, IDP is probably even better position than these guys. Mm.
1: Okay, Mark, screaming buy for you?
0: Uh, well, I wouldn't say screaming by, but Dev, yeah, I, I, I like this as well. Um, I mean, they've seen off some of the biggest global um, tech businesses. They've, you know, Monster came to Australia um, yeah. 15, 20 years ago. And they've dominated everywhere they've gone, and they you know they saw those guys off. So, yeah, and um, I, I think we you know we tend to look at when we look at employment unemployment numbers, we tend to you know, look at the US rather than our numbers. Our numbers, the analysts even just consistently underestimate the strength of the Aussie um, employment um, data all the time. Um, We rarely rarely ever really go above sort of 7%. So how tight the labor market is at the moment, um, I would have thought even even with a turnaround in the economy, which is be, it's still going to be six to twelve months away. Yeah, these guys are going to go great. So okay. then, I think this is, you know, obviously bond yields going up, but this is, you know, a lot of stocks at the moment are pricing in, you know, pricing in the recession as here now, and right. um, and in reality, you know, we a it hasn't happened yet, and be b, it, I mean, who knows when it when it you know when it happens? So. Yeah, look, I'd be I'd be fairly happy to buy this, um, particularly, you know, analysts forecasts of 45 or 50 percent higher, uh, the consensus, this would be the sort of one that, you know, if we do stabilize for sort of this week um, and, and start to have a bear market rally again, like we had out of the June lows, I think this one will pop quite quickly. Okay. So, yeah, right. I'm happy to.
1: Let's recap the uh, first uh, five uh, stocks, uh, stock of the day was sector of the day, which was coal. Uh, both Rudy and Mark happy to hold in cold but be agile because when it falls off, it will fall off quickly. Uh, Aristocrat, a yes from uh, Mark, a yes from Rudy on a three year view. Uh, CSL, a yes from both. Next DC, a hold from Mark. Uh, Rudy likes it at these levels. Prometicus, uh, a yes from Mark, a hold from uh, Rudy. And uh, Seek, uh, a screaming buy on a three year time horizon from, uh, from Rudy. Uh, and a non-screaming buy from uh, from Mark <laughs> on a longer-term view as well. Here at the call, we've been tracking our own high-conviction fantasy fund as picked by the Investment Committee. The uh, last episode for uh, the month of September had a few changes. Universal Stores, Next DC, Lottery Corp, ResMed, Minerals were removed. Uh, in were Karoon Energy, BOSS, Solpads, Premier Investments and South32 since the 1st of March, uh, you look at the fund now and it's down around one and a half percent. So I keep sending in the requests um, and into the call because that's the first filter going up to the investment committee, which today aristocrat and CSL would have been referred to the investment committee but they're still, it's already in the fantasy portfolio will be put up for adjudication to see if it gets put into the portfolio at the next meeting.
0: At CMC we've been in the game for a while and although a lot of things have changed, our mentality hasn't. We aim to give experienced traders the best trading experience like our expert platform with its second to none trading tools, plus our pricing is completely transparent. That's why people who've been trading for a long time, stay with us for a long time. So if you're serious about trading, switch
2: to the market leader trusted for over 30 years. Trade CFDs your way at cmcmarkets.com com. You don't own underlying assets. Consider relevant PDS and TMD your information memorandum for CMC Pro accounts at our website.
1: Alright, this half hour we're going to take a look at Technology One, Telstra, Woolies, Combank, and Oz Minerals. Um, all right, we talk about uh, Claude Walker as being the chief fanboy for Pro Medicus. Let's talk Technology One, which Peter wants a view on. Let's go to Technology One's head fanboy in Rudy. Are you still a fanboy <laughs> yeah, of uh, I've, I've, Tech One?
2: I've never sat here, but I've met right. so many positive commentaries about stocks that, that, come, that come along. <laughs> I, mean, I recently read uh, a fund manager lining up their wish list for uh, local tech stocks. Yep. And they completely agree with me this is the tech stock in Australia. right? right. The resilience in this business is. is so fantastic and so consistent that two years ago we had actually hedge funds targeting this company and saying that their books were actually cooked because yeah. no company could possibly be as consistent as they, as they have been, right? uh, Return over the past decade, uh, 1,100 or 1,200%. Yep. Um, are they gonna do that in the, in the decade ahead? I have no idea, probably not because the, it's now a high PE stock, but uh, management has no qualms in predicting uh yeah. double digit growth year in, year out for the next five years. I oh. totally agree. The only the only problem is at what point do you buy? Yep. Um I think everything uh that starts with the ten and below you just buy. Okay. It's just above that at the moment. See it's so so one I would, cent, would, cent so would, above it. Would, two, two cents, cents above, above it. So I would have to say a whole here. But, <laughs> but, but if it's but but it a two
1: cents, <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> I
2: know, and it's just silly. You might as well buy it here, yep, agree. Okay. and you just take a long term view basically because right. the rest is all volatility, essentially.
1: Amazing company, Mark is a Brisbane based, uh, governments, local government, uh, the no. um, the cornerstone of its client base. The you know, that the, the churn, the
2: churn in customers yeah. is less than one percent. and over the past decade it was it was just above one percent in one year and that was a bad year Mm. what do you think
0: Yeah, statistics. you look at all the stats on this thing and you there's nothing not to like basically um uh, yeah whether i mean you, you normally you would say whether they can keep it up but they've proven that they can so and with a churn of less than 1%, um, I mean, you would expect this to, you know, mm. ad, at absolute minimum, be a bit of a shining light in a, in a if your portfolio starts to pull back uh, yeah. quite a bit. So, so yeah, it's, um, you know, it's sort of something that nece- hasn't really been, I've tried to just generally avoid looking in the tech sector, but mm. I, I could almost put, pull this one out as a, mm. you know, it doesn't have, the reasons that I'm fearful in that sector are all the reasons why this is a great company. Mm, so, right. so, yeah, look, I'd so be bu-
1: Don't be bullied by Rudy. Come <laughs> no, on, vegan.
2: No, yeah, it's,
0: it's, not something, it's not something I'm considering at the moment, uh, but more so because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm more focusing on yep. trying to get some yield out of, you know, some okay. non-cyclicals and... Um, and some staples and some so if you're in different. it you holding. if oh, you're in right. it you're holding it absolutely yeah. um you wouldn't be a buyer but at I, the I'm, I'm yeah i'm sort of stick to my plan and probably not not yeah. really going dipping my toe too much in the water in tech until probably the end of the year and just until i get I, I'd, I'd like six months worth of the i mean this swing up in inflation you know the change in rates etc yeah. it's happened so fast it's happened over you know in 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 half the normal uh, time period than any moves like this have happened in, you know, over the last 40 years. I, for me, I just like some more data. I'd like to say three, four more months of Mm. some economic numbers and some surety and then, you know, and then sort of go from there. Fair enough. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, And it is. uh, Investing's all about discipline, isn't it? Stick Mm. into your strategy, otherwise You'd be cherry-picking everything at the moment. Well,
0: that two-year yield, for instance, on average, it takes at least, um, you know, oh, somewhere between 25, 35 weeks mm. for that 4% move to happen. It's, yeah. This has been like, you know, it's been 50, you know, right. it's, it's, yeah, yeah. it's been quite incredible to see how quickly, and, and we've it's yeah, been yeah, telegraphed by an endless parade of Fed officials, so it's not, it shouldn't have surprised anyone, but, yeah. you know, it... Um, so yeah, just like to see okay. see things play out a little bit. All right,
1: uh, Kelly wants a view, Mark on Telstra, communications giant going through a sort of change in in leadership at the moment.
0: Yeah, I, I quite like how they've hired from within. Um, mm. The last fellow, like, for the life of me, I can't remember his name. <coughs> uh, did quite a good job. has left now, but I think the fact that they've hired from within the company is. Um, Will be a pretty good thing in terms of the continuity of what uh, the plan he was trying to execute, because I think he did some very good things there. Um, I, I've had this on the, I've had this on the call. Oh, I don't know three or four times at least, um, yeah. but mainly it's always been around the, you know, the four dollar to four dollar ten mark. Um, it's starting to look a little bit attractive down here, particularly for people who are, you know, who, but I, I don't see any reason necessarily to be buying it right now. Um, but just because we've, you know, dividends have been paid, um, we've got, yeah. why would you put yourself through the risk? I mean, it's not going to, it's not the sort of stock that's going to run away, run away on you anyway. So, um, yeah, it, it'd be something I'd, I'd be more considering, you know, if it was around here, you know, later this year, and you know, you've got a, you, it's going to have a decent divvy mm. coming into reporting season, February, March, then, you know, perhaps I consider it, but, yeah, um, but yeah, it's not. It's not. So, I think there's much better options out there, sort of in the market. That okay. um You know, that are going to do quite well. But huh. you know, it's you know, it is. It is also defensive, though. I suppose so. If you're looking for some, you know, some stability, and you know, it's uh, it's probably at a pretty favourable price. Okay.
1: Guess, no, what do you uh, think? Uh, Andy I, Penn did yeah, a pretty absolutely, good absolutely, job over the last Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely.
2: Min, min, I surprised quite a number of people uh, in early 2021 when I actually bought Tesla shares. Yeah. And I think Telstra shares is one of those companies, that's why I disagree a little bit with Mark. Finally, we have some television here. (laughs) Um, I think Telstra is a stock for the times here, because Mm. what you you do want, if you want income from the share market, you want to be certain that they're not going to cut their dividends next year Mm. or the year after. Uh, these guys have surprised in August, they actually increased their dividend while only very few were anticipating that. And they've sort of flagged that they might be looking into either buying back shares or increasing their dividends further. That's the type of stock you want for income. Now having said so, we've, we've, early, we've, we've earlier had uh, ProMedicus, we had uh, CSL, we had Aristocrat which I believe are the highest quality stocks we have on the share market. Telso was not part of that. Right. right they are a moderately operated business which just happens to be now their moment under the sun and and that's predominantly because the dynamics in 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 mobile are not as negative as they've been for years but most importantly and this is why i bought them they are selling their assets Mm. and they sold their towers last year and there's still more to come right so where i disagree with mark is where Mark says this is not a stock that's going to run away from you i think the day they announce the next tranche of asset sales, the, the share price will rally away from you, right? Because they will get a lot, quite a lot of money for that, and they will have more cash to either buy in on stock, uh, increase their dividends, etc. Uh, because they're not very well known for investing in their business, right? So for the time being, I believe Telstra is—it is in my portfolio one of the central stocks I have because I think it's—it's it's not going to cut their dividends. Mm. The session is coming. And this is the type of company you want to have in your portfolio as, okay. as the backbone. Um, having said so, at some point that story will run its end. They will have done their asset sales, dynamics in telecommunication right. might moderate a little bit then and then maybe you shouldn't stick around for too long. But right. for the next few years I think, uh, okay. and what a turnaround from uh, something that yeah. <coughs> was listed in the late 90s and only kept falling in share price every yeah. year. Yeah absolutely, so I buy at these levels. I would definitely, I, would, yeah. I think it's, uh, it's a great yield here. Yeah, uh, it's fully framed and it's it's not gon- it's not going to be cut.
1: Not right. quite the screaming buy, right, say? No, no, I, wouldn't no go, I, wouldn't I wouldn't go screaming. Okay. Yeah. All right, it's a also a dividend buy. stock. It's yep. income. Okay.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> All right, Andrew Rudy want to view on Woolworths, the big supermarket. Here? Ah,
2: there's there's more dividends to be had there. Uh, the most expensive uh, supermarket operator we have in Australia, but deservedly so. Right. I I believe in 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 paying a premium for the superior operators, Yep. this is the superior franchise in Australia, no doubt. Um, the reason why some of the defensives like Woolworths have proven less defensive so far this year is uh, because they also had battle with basically higher costs and mm. so they had some some disappointing results in August and, and early in the year. They, as said, well. they spun Endeavour out as well. It's yes, sort, sort that, that's, cha- that, that's Changed also, the makeup. That's also, they? but also in, in the supermarket, operate, they just they just have to battle with, with more costs. But they, again, um, that's why internationally you see all the fund managers are in this type of stocks because this is the type of company you want to have in your portfolio if the recession hits. Right. Because these guys are supposedly beneficiaries of inflation. Right, and of uh, consumers, so you look at that, it's buy. trading near a three year low, is it? Yes, it is. Uh, but that's also again Endeavour went out of it, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so it does, it does, uh, doesn't give you the full picture, but yeah. nevertheless, it pays a reasonable dividend. Uh, it, even if it has a slow year, it, it keeps on growing over time. Uh, it's a well run business now. Once upon a time, it went a little bit, uh, awry with hubris, yep. that's when it went to $21, right. uh, but at the moment there's no sign of that. It's just a, a well-run franchise. Yep. Um, I believe in a diversified portfolio or a portfolio that is destined to ride out a recession, yep. this is the type of stock you have in your portfolio. Okay. So for yeah. r- as a
1: defensive, as yes. a buyer at these levels,
0: Yeah, we've had, we've got, uh, we're holders of Endeavour um, and uh, as of probably this morning, some more worse as well. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, particularly, obviously, they had a, had a very good day yesterday, actually, from, yeah. from, from where it right. opened. Um, they're really the sorts of days, I suppose, where, you know, the index, the baby gets thrown out with the bathwater on the open and then, Yep. Sort of see those things kind of you know head head north after that, but as you can see, you know with that chart from before, five year range. Obviously, we're being out of it mm-hmm. as well, but you know it's, it, it is at the bottom of the range. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we we're happy to like I said, we're happy to own both. Um, and yeah, these guys, you know, being consumer staples, they, yep. the ability to so you're, you're buying
1: at the market. moment. We, we are yeah. yes, we are uh, yeah. over coals or you're buying both.
0: We looked at both, um, it was pretty. It was a little bit much of a muchness um, right. mm. and it was, you know, from our standpoint realistically, the, you know, we liked Endeavour, we liked, you know, it's obviously it's a spin-off, it's fairly yeah. natural, um, you know, it's not, not exactly a, a large leap, you know, to be investing in those okay. as well, so, um, you know, labour costs might hurt them a little bit, but I think, you know, well, okay. obviously yeah. with an, you know, they might actually do slightly better as unemployment ri- uh, rises mm. you know they're not going to be having to pay the premium for uh for labor either so okay. um so yeah no happy to call them a buy All as right. well um what about Combank? bank asher
1: wants a view on commonwealth bank is that a defensive stock
0: uh no sell for me um it's uh i'm not a fan of the big four this is the most overpriced of the big four um much rather, if I've got to pick a big four, ANZ uh, is at a, at a far cheaper price. Um, they're all sort of building societies in the end. We're worried about, yeah. you know, the REIT sector has been absolutely hammered, um, you know, on the back of rising interest rates and these guys just seem to hang in there. And Yes, their net interest um, margin is going to increase, um, but I think there'll be, you know, I think a, a pullback in the housing market is going to happen before that. Um, mm. So you know, I, I would much rather be in Macquarie, um, or yep. if you or with well, the Big Four. Yep. I mean, you, you're essentially looking at double the dividend and half the PA for ANZ um, for roughly the same thing. Okay. all of their high-margin businesses are basically managed in a way from, from by many of the fintechs. Look, um, I just you know, obviously in times of uncertainty, Commonwealth Bank t- tends to demand a premium. But um, okay. yeah, no, it's not. Um, well, we I'm, had, I'm looking
1: uh, at it in the 80s. We had ANZ on yesterday, uh, your mate Josh had it as a whole, and uh, Nathan had ANZ as a sell, and uh, said the uh, screaming sell on the market is Commonwealth Bank.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rudy? People always say that, and they say that on the basis of their, their premium valuation, but the irony is that if you held the banks post-GFC, and Commonwealth Bank is the only one who gave you a decent return yep. you know, most most mm-hmm. share prices of banks all of them in the regionals as well they're still below levels from 2007 mm. yep. and, and below levels of 2015 yeah? and the only one that is the exception in that in, is, is combank yep. yeah um, so you could argue that longer term okay, uh, is that uh, what it, you're it, arguing it deserves it deserves its premium right, right? Mm-hmm. The only the only time when that when that doesn't come to fruition is when things turn so bad that the whole sector basically goes on, on a, on a lockup, like happened in the GFC. Mm-hmm. And then the, the heaviest falls were for Combank because they come from a higher valuation. Yep. Um, long story short, I agree with the, with the uh, low expectations. Um, if things get really hairy and the, and, and the, and the housing market gets a bit unruly in Australia, these basically are all leveraged on the housing market. Mm-hmm. But if, if I and I've I've had this view for, for a long time, if I had to own a bank in Australia, it yeah. would always be Commonwealth Bank. Okay. And I would rather than Macquarie. I, I own Macquarie. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, see by Joshua
1: Maiton said if you yes. had to be yeah. in a bank it'd be oh, Macquarie, the, which yeah. is not really the a bank everyone says it? yeah. equity, it's says of but equity. Exactly. What is that Uh it's a group. Group. So fund managers. Okay. Managers. So
2: Commonwealth Bank, yes or no? Um, if I if I had to own a bank, yes, I would own Commonwealth Bank. But I would have lots. I Macquarie. Assets. Well, this, you just said it's not really a no, bank. No, no,
1: <laughs> no, but it
2: is a bank. That's right. Okay, no, in that case, Macquarie.
1: Okay. Mm. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think I got a no out from there. Uh, final stock we need to get through Oz mm. Minerals, uh, the uh, the big resource stock
2: that mm. BHP
1: mm. put a mm. bid in for. Mm. Yeah.
2: Then rules went and made acquisition. BHP can get quite some synergies out there. They just don't yeah. pay up. Here's, here's the, the same, the same comment as with with coal stocks earlier. If we get a global recession, no matter how how fantastic the long term outlook is for copper, which yep. everyone is about convinced that we have, a, we're looking at a very big uh, deficit by 2030, we still have to co- get past that recession. Yeah? Yes. And it has, in my, on my recollection, never happened that commodity stocks will take you successfully through a recession, yeah? They will take you successfully out of a recession. We're not in there yet, yeah? Yeah. So I would just draw in either either for trading purposes or for the speculation that BHP will return with a higher bid, I'm not going anywhere near this.
1: Right. And if you're in it, sell it? Oh yeah, definitely. I mean,
0: why why would you take the risk that that just happened to the coal stocks? Could not possibly agree more. Um, And if you look on a a global perspective as well, uh, which BHP is a is a global player. Um, it's only Oz Minerals at these prices. Um, I mean, is only three percent of BHP's um, yeah. you know market yeah. cap. Um, but, but if you look on a global stage, there's there's uh, New Quantum is a good example in Canada. Um, it produces ten times the copper. It has cobalt. It has nickel that Oz Minerals does, but only has double the market cap. I mean, why BHP is big enough to go and can. Eat them up, and it's only in, it's only five percent of their market cap. I mean, yeah. I really, to be honest, I'd question BHP bidding higher. They've got a great asset in um, in Western Australia. It's still a few years away. There's going to be right. a lot of capital expenditure coming up. Copper's always the uh, you know the the bellwether commodity for a recession. It's the thing that nosedives pretty much first. So, I think if you were lucky enough to hold on, um, I sold I sold everyone out the first day. It went to twenty. It, it opened on that bid. Right. Um, and I might be looking at it again. And, okay. you know, it, it, I think if they pull the rug on this beard, it probably just goes straight back to seven, eight. And you, yep. I mean, that's it was a forty percent move that day. Yep. Um, and and it. Um, okay. Yeah. Sell so on both
1: for both. All right. Let's recap the uh, uh, the final uh, five stocks. Technology one, um, obviously a buy from Rudy um, <laughs> uh, from the uh, from the cheer squad bleachers. Um, Mark was way, re- almost got across to, to a buy and agreed with Rudy, but because he's of independent spirit, he had a hold and said, put on your watch list until later in the year. Uh, Telstra, a no from Mark, uh, a yes from Rudy. Uh, Woolworths, a yes from both uh, if you want a defensive stock in your portfolio. Um, a sell from uh, uh, for Commonwealth Bank from... Uh, from Mark from Rudy it was a cell as well
2: well, you, fo- you, you sort of you're, twisted you're my arm as became, the, <laughs> side. became yeah, the side. Yeah, yeah. But
1: it was sort of a bit garbled there for a while. S- still best um, of the, the best of the banks. Uh, best of the banks, except for Macquarie. Um, yes. Yeah, but he doesn't <laughs> like the banks. So, uh, Oz Minerals are still from both. Mark Gunner from uh, Macro. Good to see you. Good to see you. Yeah. Rudy yeah. Philippet van Dyke from Evan Arena. Good to see you. It's a lot a, of fun it, today. It,
2: it, it's a buy. I said that a lot today. It's a buy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know. I couldn't believe it in this market. It's terrific. All right. Thank you kindly. Uh, um, uh, don't forget, if you want any stocks for us to uh, cover, put them in an email to call at osbiz.com.au or through Twitter using the TV handle. Uh, coming up after the break, uh, of course, it's the small caps. We've got the Chief Executive of Carnegie Clean Energy joining us next and uh, also some of the fund managers uh, taking a look as well. Uh, that's it for our show for today for the call. See you at midday tomorrow standby for the small caps